Hi, Emmaus. Welcome back to the Proclaim and Display podcast, episode three, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. Back in the studio today, it just sounds so cool to say that, but back in the studio today with Jaron and Kennedy. Hey, Emmaus. Sounds better, Jaron. Hey, guys. This yo, is Kennedy. Yo, yo, Emmaus. What's going? What do you, what wow. do you Everybody yeah. stops the podcast at that point. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Well, if you didn't pick up who was Jaron and who was Kennedy, I think you would have gotten it from that. So podcast number three from last week's sermon, uh, you know that the uh, gospel writer Mark, he would love the number three, as do I. So podcast number three, this is a special one for me. Today we're going to talk about the Christmas services coming up this weekend at Emmaus, but our main conversation is going to be around ministry to young adults, college students, career. I think old school way of saying that was college and career, but what young adult ministry looks like at Emmaus. We have another special guest this week. It's hard to top last week's guest. (laughs) Miss Ann was amazing. But uh, today we have Jeff Hempel, pastor and staff member at Emmaus. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Woo. Yeah. I don't know that the cheering was as loud as it was for Ann last week, but uh, we're not expecting much today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently we've lowered our expectations from Ann. Love you, Jeff. It's going to be great. Oh, man. Yeah. We need one of those cool machines that you can hit the button and the cheering happens. Yeah. But you guys are going to have to make that happen. So if you you don't know, Jeff is our discipleship pastor at Emmaus. If you don't know what a discipleship pastor is, he's our education minister. Uh, If you don't know what education minister is, he does Sunday school, small groups, men's and women's ministry, tons of things beyond that. So, Jeff, welcome. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for being another voice on the podcast. So... I'm really glad this podcast is not videoed. It's good that we have just audio. I know it's cool to have it's cool to have video podcasts, which we may get to it one day. But right now, oh. I am really thankful. Not to mention, it's cold in the room, so we're all bundled up. I think I'm meant for podcasting. We I think we are. We are definitely <laughs> meant for podcasting. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we're gonna stick with this. So. All right, Jeff, welcome. Well, as you guys know, as you're listening to this, hopefully just before Christmas, Christmas is coming up, and with Christmas almost here, it means Elf in the Shelf is almost <laughs> oh finished. <boy>. And no <laughs> one is more excited about Elf in the Shelf Elf on the Shelf being finished than Jeff. You all might not know, but we've had an elf keeping an eye on the staff <laughs> at Emmaus this year. And this elf has mysteriously <laughs> turned against Jeff. <laughs> 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 Jeff, in amazing ways. Yeah, Jeff, anything you want to share about the elf that's been in the office? Listen, this year? I, I think here's the deal. I, I'm the one, the sole member who showed up on the naughty list of the elf. <laughs> and that's when I recognize the elf for what he really is, and that's a bully. And, um, so what you do with bullies is you stand up to them, and that's what I did. I decided I wasn't going to take it. From this mysterious creature who gets to judge everybody, and uh, I, I think he learned his lesson. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I don't he's know. Still, the... He's still telling Santa though everything you're doing, Chad. Yeah, <laughs> just bully number two in my mind. So that's great. That's well, great. I don't know if the elf will make it back uh, next year, but I hope you all know how much fun we have on staff. We Absolutely. spend a lot of time laughing together. Uh, our staff Christmas party last night, the night before we're recording this, uh, Sunday night, December 18th, we had our staff Christmas party. Lots of laughter. Uh, a lot of that laughter probably needs to stay at the Christmas party for the staff, but uh, it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So we have a great, great time. Uh, before we talk about young adult ministry with Jeff and Kennedy, 
Uh, Jaren, anything we need to know about Christmas uh, services? Christmas Eve, Christmas Day coming up this weekend. Yeah, uh, we uh, here's here's the thoughts. Here's some plans. So uh, obviously we're going to have two identical identical services, uh, about sixty five minutes long. One will happen December twenty fourth on Christmas Eve, starting at four p.m. So that gets you out of there for your family festivities that night. And then we will still have a service at ten forty five. And so you choose which one you'd like to come to. That ten forty five is Christmas morning. Yes, thank you for that clarification. So four p.m. Christmas Eve. 1045 Sunday morning on Christmas Day. Uh, we'd love for you to maybe show up a little bit earlier to either of those services that you attend. We're going to have some snacks in the lobby. Uh, we've got a really cool photo booth in there if you want to take a picture with your family. So take advantage of those fun things. And then also during the service, uh, we're going to have a fun activity for the kids. Uh, of course, we'll sing some Christmas, Christmas songs and be encouraged from Mark 10. And as always, one of my favorite things, we're going to close the service. All you pyros out there, we're going to play with some fire, a.k.a. candle lighting. So we'll, we'll have a good time at these services. So come and, come and join us. Fantastic. We're excited about that. So we hope uh, this week, Kennedy, I know the Proclaim and Display Challenge is really simple and straightforward. It's invite someone to the Christmas Eve service or the Christmas Day service. So, yep. Yep. So you guys, if you've not done that already, uh, reach out to someone in your neighborhood. I hope you put one of those uh, signs in your yard. I was able to go out yesterday afternoon and uh, take some Christmas cards to people in our neighborhood and, and talk about that sign and, and talk about Christmas services at Emmaus. So hopefully you've been able to do that in your neighborhood as well. Well, this past weekend, uh, what we really want to talk about for the next few minutes on the podcast is the young adult ministry. So this past weekend, Jeff and Kennedy took a great group of college and young adult students and some adult, uh, older, we won't call them older adults, will we? Some <laughs> older young adults. Past, Old uh, young people. Yeah, past the age 30, uh, went on a retreat. Where'd you guys go for the retreat? We went to uh, Tulsa area and checked out Sepulpa and a few, few areas around there. Saw some cool pictures, uh, some places that my wife and kids wanted to go as well. We uh, ate a lot. And you ate a lot, lot so that's also a good. <laughs> so much food. food. So Kennedy, other than the food, uh, what was your favorite part of the retreat? We So it was just a really good weekend of just us like kind of resting, hanging out with one another, but we played lots and lots of games. Um, I've learned that we're all a really competitive group, <laughs> very competitive. So I apologize to anyone during the wrapping game if I, you know, yanked a mitten off your hand and pulled your finger. Now, wrapping, is this W-R-A-P or is this R-A-P? R-A-P. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Unwrapping is in Christmas presents. You would have won the wrapping game, R-A-P. Probably. No. Definitely. So maybe on the podcast one day we'll have Kennedy wrap, but, but not right now. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, anyway, W-R-A-P, wrapping game. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it was just really fun. It was good. a good time. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, uh, when I was thinking about the podcast today, Kennedy and Jeff are working directly with other other people here at Emmaus for young adult ministry. But funny enough, we have the college and young adult expert in the room here with Jaron. You did this for you did this for a long time at Emmaus. Wasn't this your area uh, of ministry before yeah, you did student ministry? I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. That was a long time ago. Back in the 1900s, I uh, <laughs> came back to Emmaus in 99 and, yeah, worked with uh, college and singles. Yeah, that is a real thing. How about that? And I think we all know that when you talk about ministry to different age groups uh, in a church, it's a roller coaster over time. It, it mm -hmm. changes with time. 
generations change, church ministry changes, all kinds of circumstances change. And so we think about the way this type of ministry has changed over the years. And as I was thinking about the State of the Church Address this year for Emmaus, one of my goals is that we'll pay attention to that soundtrack that we tell ourselves about young adult college ministry. If we're not careful, um, and as we all get older, uh, we can get a little bit negative and toward how hard that ministry can be and what does it look like to reach out to college students and young adult ministry, uh, young adults. And so I think we have a chance at Emmaus to flip that soundtrack into something really positive because God is doing great things among our college students and young adults and those who are going into careers, thinking about what are next steps in life. And so, Jeff, as you think about that, What's on your heart? What, what do you see God doing in that area? Uh, what do we need to be aware of? Yeah, I think uh, we have a lot to be excited about right now. A lot of uh, one of the fun things about kind of that college and career, and we're we're embracing the old school. Oh, good. And we don't college and career. There's just nothing better to call it. So <laughs> that's so great. Uh, we, we maybe we'll call it something cool like ignite or something like let's that. stick with college and career. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> maybe college and career works better but uh the fun thing about it is is you know you're getting new people in there all of the time and every time it's just a new personality and that was the fun thing about this weekend is we got to know some of that group a little bit better and see that personality uh come come about and then we've we've also got you know the as we said the older young adults um uh, those both married and single that group is is growing all the time and uh it's uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch that kind of evolve and take shape. So I think that leads into the next question, but also a good point to make. When we think about 18 to 29 years old or however we want to, to think about that range, sometimes we do things with people in that age range who are single, not married yet. Um, what is God's next step for them? But we also have people that are married and there's time to separate that, there's time for that, but also we're trying to bring people together as well who yeah. are single and married. So, so as we have that conversation, talk us through if someone is 18 to 29 years old, uh, they, maybe they are going to OU, maybe they're not going to college, they're starting a, a career, maybe they're 28, 29, newly married, trying to find a church home. Whatever that looks like, if they show up at Emmaus, what is that pathway? What are the opportunities they have? Sure. Well, the easiest, kind of the easiest on-ramp uh, for somebody showing up is on a Sunday morning. Um, our Sunday school is one of the stronger things we have going here. And, and so there are, there are two options, kind of depending on where you land in that age range. Um, if you're in that 18 to 22, 23, uh, whether you're in college, whether you're training for a trade, whether you're working, uh, we, we have a group led by Mark and Cher Rose, an awesome couple uh, who just loves and invests in that group of people all the time. Um, they, they have a Sunday school class. And then if you're kind of on that older half, that 24 up to 29, then we need to be careful. One of our staff members is 30 and has decided that they want to stay in that class. So that class will always be however old. I won't say his name, but that's it's Jonathan Smith. So however old, however old he is, that's that's what the group extends up to. But um, but yeah, that's that's meant to include uh, both married couples and single folks. Um, coming together and studying the word and getting to know each other. And then off of those groups, we actually have two or three small groups that meet at different times during the week uh, in homes. Um, and so there's there's lots of different ways to to kind of connect uh, on, a, on a Sunday, especially. 
Kennedy, any follow up on that? Anything that you've seen, how you've seen God at work or anything you want to add in there? I was just going to say a lot of what Jeff's talking about, especially with that young adult age range, 23 up to Jonathan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot has changed specifically this year and just um I think I just appreciate how our staff has been, one, willing to listen to young adults um, and just, you know, things that they feel as as they're trying to be involved in the church. Um, so I think that our staff has been faithful to listen to those things and um, make changes, but also um, I've just been excited about how this group just continues to grow because um, on Sunday mornings, that young adult Sunday school, it, there's just new people coming in right now consistently. And so um, that's just really exciting. And I think that brings up a, a key point here is as a church, we want to offer distinct options for someone who is 18 to 22 and they're going through college or they're starting a career we want to offer opportunities from someone who is 24 to again early 30s mid 30s late 30s whatever that looks like we want to offer those but at the same time i think one of our strengths at emmaus is we're also saying to someone in that age group after you've graduated high school and frankly even when you're in high school in youth you're part of the church you're not stuck off on a separate group and and Part of growing in faith is helping these young adults integrate fully into the church, that we don't have to have youth group part two. Uh, it's really valuable to have those opportunities, but at the same time, part of your growth in faith is uh, it's just being part of the church as a whole. And so we have some young adults who I know they attend Sunday school groups and small groups of those who are, are far older than them. Mm -hmm. And they've built really beautiful friendships and, and jumped in there. And so I, I don't want to sound like the old man at all there, but I just think that's one of the things that is a strength of ours mm -hmm. at Emmaus is this multi-generational, we're in this in this together. Mm -hmm. So, Well, and I, I think to add on to that, Owen, uh, I think a somewhat consistent message I hear from some young adults depending on their circumstances is it it's things still feel unsettled to them potentially in their life and so they're waiting for things to be settled mm -hmm. until they jump in or until they plug in and so I think that's what's so important about what we are trying to do and come alongside these people and these individuals in these uh, situations is to provide them opportunities for that consistency and to know that um, however the season is right now before things change now is the time to to have some opportunity to get to know folks, to get in the word with with people and be encouraged and serve and all those things. So uh, I think that's really important. I think that's a really good point because Amanda and I, my wife Amanda and I, as we've done ministry with college age students over the years, one of the challenges we've run into would be students who are going through a hard time with life transitions or, or just struggling with life choices. And, and I've can think of distinct times that these students have said to us, I'm really struggling. When I get things together, I really look forward to coming back to the church. I just have to get things together. Mm -hmm. And it just broke my heart. And, and I know it breaks Amanda's heart where you want to say, let us be part of this process of what God wants to do in your life. You, you, life doesn't work where you go away from the church and get things together and then you're going to come back. The church should be that safe place where you're able to work through this junk and, and work through this life transition. And so, yeah, I think if we had a message for young adults, it would be something very similar to that of 
let us be part of what God's doing in your life. Let us encourage you on that. And as we say that for Jeff and Kennedy, you guys jump in here. What resources have you found helpful for college and adults? Uh, what What do you see students turning to and really connecting with? Give us some some books, some ministries, some podcasts, uh, just key ministry points that, that you've seen that were helpful. Yeah, we were actually just talking before we started. There's one podcast that specifically sticks out and that I know a lot of young adults listen to um, that's just really good and talks about a lot of hard things that young adults and even everyone might go through and walk through in their lives, but that's called um, Becoming Something. And so that's with Harris Creek Baptist Church um, down in Waco, Texas. And Jonathan Pagluda actually is a big part of that podcast. And so he has several resources for young adults. Um, He has several books out there that have been really good. Um, He also used to be a part of another ministry that um, where we get a lot of resources from too called The Porch um, through another ministry that's just kind of grown all over the states. But um, there are lots of resources out there for young adults and a lot of those resources cover really hard topics that a lot of times we're like afraid to talk about those topics. Um, But I'm just thankful for, you know, how people engage with young adults and talking about those hard topics and even talking about things like finances and, you know, marriage and dating and all of those things. So there are definitely lots of resources out there that we've used before. He's written, uh, Jonathan McClude has actually written a book called Welcome to Adulting, uh, which I, I love that title. <laughs> uh, so, you know, as as they're jumping out of high school into, into whatever's next for them, um, they need some a uh, little bit of guidance. And I think that's a helpful book. But I, I mean, like we talked about, sometimes we don't think of other people as resources, but uh, we definitely should. Like there's a there's a reason that um, God created a system in which we come together and worship and all of what we're talking about of being a part of the church as, whole, as a whole. Uh, those other people are meant to be resources for us. And in, in fact, we're meant to be a resource for them, that our, uh, our walk is not meant to be made alone. Um, there's so much value into knowing people that are out, maybe outside of your season of life because maybe they've walked through it um, before. But at the same time, you're bringing something to them. Uh, whatever whatever it is God has placed on your heart, uh, you want to help invest in them as well. And so that's why we that's why we talk so much and want so much for our young adults not to be off in their own separate isolated ministry, but to also be uh, included in the church as a whole. Oh, I love that. I know Shane Pruitt and Paul Wooster, yeah. who work with North American Mission Board, uh, they have a great podcast where they talk about ministry to high school, mainly high school students, but they're also including in that college and adults. And one of the things they talk about on their podcast a lot is it's easy to get down on the next generation or, or have all these negative uh preconceptions and they just talk about how excited they are about the work that God's doing through this generation Um, this generation that that we're talking about from that high school up into college and adult is a generation that's obviously gone through a lot of cultural changes in the world Mm -hmm. and all the reports that come back are that anxiety mental health are just are, are really really hard topics for for this generation but you also find a generation that's extremely creative Mm-hmm. and diverse and resilient and and it seems like there's great revival that that's happening there and so I think I think students and college students 
who are committed to Jesus in this generation, they're not just showing up to the church because it was the cool thing to do. Uh, we might have come up in a time where there was a little bit of, hey, you just went to church because it was the cool cultural thing to do. That ship has sailed, it seems like. And so this crew, they're saying, if I'm going to be in, I'm going to be all in, which is which is extremely exciting to, to think about. Well, we kind of hit the 20 minute mark here and uh, leading up to Christmas, we know you guys are busy. Thanks for taking time to listen to us, maybe uh, traveling to see family or washing dishes at your Christmas Eve uh, meal. Who knows what you're doing right now? I listen to podcasts as I do chores around the house (laughs) or drive to work or whatever. But either way, thank you guys for uh, taking time to listen to the podcast. As we wrap up, Jeff, will you just pray for our college students, young adults, this ministry that's happening and and uh, pray for Emmaus in that as well. Yeah, I'd love to. Father, we thank you so much for your faithfulness uh, in the lives of young adults, uh, college students, those who are starting out in their careers, um, the young married, young singles. Um, God, we know that you have uh, a plan. You have a desire for them to know you, to grow, to be more like you. And I thank you so much for the gift of Emmaus, of being able to see uh, young adults pursue those things. We have people who are of a hunger for you and your word. And so I pray um, that that would continue, uh, that the other members and the staff, we would be able to help come alongside them in that effort, um, that we would care for them and point them to you, that their affections would be stirred, uh, their hearts and their minds would be focused on the things of you as driven by your word, as, as driven by prayer, uh, relationships with other believers, um, that that would be an incredible opportunity to know you more, to become more like you. I pray that you would bring encouragement to them, um, and I pray that you would bring glory to your name through their lives, through their involvement here at Emmaus. God, we love you, and we thank you for your son. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, Emmaus. We'll see you soon.